you're muted. I'm so sorry. I'm muted. It's tough. We're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. This is tough. You're going to go with it? I'm going to go with it. We're going with it, Ethan. You're listening to No Limits, episode 27. All right, I'm going to play the intro right now. All right, hello. all right. Let's try this again, guys. <laughs> hey, hello. I just said halo. Hey, this is going great. Hello, everyone. My name's Taylor. I'm joined by my co-host Ethan today. Yeah. Brianna is not here. Or Brianna. I said Brianna. It's Bri- R.I.P. Do we call Brianna Brianna or Brianna? I say Brianna. Or Brie. I, I say Brie. I never say her. We're full gonna name. have to get her to tell us because now this okay. is gonna be a problem. We're gonna have to get her to tell us. This is a problem. <laughs> I've always said Brianna. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's just me and Ethan today, guys. And welcome to episode 27 of No Limits. Remember, you can find the video version of this pod over on YouTube.com slash Save the Game Media every Tuesday. And while you're over there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you'd rather listen to audio, we are on all your favorite podcast services. and would love it if you would leave us a review. It helps us grow and we'd love any feedback. If you want to support us and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, head over to Patreon.com slash Save the Game Media and choose the tier that's right for you. Just like our current patrons, Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, Aman, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Anna Hudak, Nikolai Knight, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, The Snack Network, and Dave Hotright. So please go over to patreon.com slash Media to check it out. You can also look at our YouTube, like I said, and interact with us in the Discord. Link is in the show notes. So, Ethan... Oh, you got the little bot, got a little Bobby. Yeah, he's my little buddy. Every podcast, that's awesome. I just that's have awesome. him. I didn't love do a little that's, dance with him. That's Carpool Gaming's mascot for yep. listeners and viewers who don't know to m- help um, memorialize Bobby Paul as the late Nintendo guru, who mm-hmm. unfortunately passed away in spring 2021. And um, his logo is a way to remember him and all the great things that he devoted to this little online indie gaming space. So, oh yeah, shout, shout out to Bobby Paul's. Shout, shout out to out Carpool Bobby. Gaming. Yeah, yeah, love it. Awesome. How you doing? How you doing, man? Yeah. I'm doing good, dude. Uh, good weekend. Uh, very relaxing. Drove all the way to Manchester, New Hampshire today. We went to Bath Pro Shop, me and the pops. Um, I got myself a belt, some soap, um, some pajama pants, a candle. You went to Bath Lots Pro cool Shop stuff. to get those things? Look, I, I don't hunt. I don't fish. I don't care. That me but so when i go with my dad he goes to look at that stuff and i'm looking at everything else you know it's it's still good time ah uh, there you go the sunglasses area yeah it, it's it's fine but we went out to lunch buffalo wild wings got some hot wings always love doing that uh got some beers um so i had a pretty good day today a lot of driving a lot of time on the road but because literally everything is like four hours away from where i live oh. now because i live in the middle of nowhere um but it was worth it it was a good time nice I I need to get back on. I haven't eaten wings in a while. Boneless, I don't know, man. Boneless wings. I do boneless in public. Boneless in public. Bone in at home. That's my policy. Interesting. I don't. Are you I one of those people do who, for the bone in wings, they like smash the wing with one side against the table oh, I get to get disgusting. all the meat come off the bone. It's it's messy when I do it. When I do the it's the flats, you got to do the twist, pull out one end, dip it in, and all in one go. And with the drumsticks, you just go crazy on it. Yeah, I don't have I any think, special way to do it. I think flats are so much superior to drumsticks. It's not Once you learn close. how to eat them, 
They are. And everyone sleeps on the flats. All right. They, once would, you learn how to eat them properly, they're the best. Why, why people sleep on the flats? You just break one of the bones off. Because people think there's more meat on the drumsticks for some reason. No, it's, it's all like, like, no, most of that top is cartilage. And it's stuff. like, yeah, connective tissue. It's gross. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to eat that. The flats are all meat. All yeah. meat. Although, if you want to make really good broth, then, you know, maybe the drumstick is good for that. That's where you get that mm. gelatin to start coming in. Mm. How about that? Just throw, <laughs> make wings, but I'm throwing out all the drumsticks and making chicken stock. That'd be a yeah. shame. I still like my drumsticks every now and then. Right, they're good. Also, they're good dipping, you know? Also, just food waste. If you're going to make a stock, yeah, you exactly. use the carcass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next anyway, minutes. it's food chat. Mm-hmm. Well, what? When is it not? But... Nice, man. Glad your day's been. But what about games? You've been playing any games? Oh, yeah. Video games. That's what we're here to talk about. I've been playing a lot of One Piece Odyssey. Crazy. I know. I'm not the, I am not the JRPG guy. I'm not the turn-based combat guy. I might start being that guy, though. Marvel Ooh. Midnight Suns blew me away. Now One Piece Odyssey is out, and I'm loving it. Fire I think Emblem. one of the... Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. I think right. one of the reasons <laughs> I'm loving One Piece Odyssey, though, is it's got a fast-forward button for the combat. Every uh-huh. turn-based game needs to have that. Every single one in the world, because turn-based games get boring once you see the same animation a thousand times because you're grinding to level up or something like that. One Piece Odyssey, though, is great. The characters are fun. The environments are fun. There's a ton of content in the game. It's very well made. I haven't run into a single glitch whatsoever. The voice acting is incredible. Um, the story is fun. You're going back in time through like these memories um, to different arcs in the anime, which I have not experienced because I'm only on episode now 13. I got to last night. I started watching the anime oh, because of this because game. Of the game. Isn't it like a thousand episodes or something? It's like a billion. Yeah, there's a billion episodes out there. Everyone's saying, skip the filler, skip the filler. No, I'm like a gentleman. I'm going to watch the filler. Don't care what they have to say about it. Everyone can hate me all they want. But I'm watching One Piece now. I'm playing One Piece. I'm having a really good time. It's a fun video game. I can't recommend it anymore to anyone who likes sort of these JRPG-style turn-based combats. And if you're a One Piece fan, I think this does the characters great justice. I love them all, from what I know. And also, Kevin, my co-host on Project X Talk, huge One Piece fan. He also agrees with me saying these characters are great. So if you want someone who actually watches One Piece, their opinion on it, they think it's great as well. Um, so yeah, good video game. Highly recommend. Loving it. Nice. No. Now, you see, I haven't played games in a week. You've been busy. I've been traveling <laughs> been and dealing with a little crisis. So, not crisis core. No. But you know, that would be way life. more fun than what you dealt that with. That would be real, real fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, guys, just all I'll say for listeners and viewers is. Uh, missing flights ain't fun. All right. Air travel's <sighs> tough right now. Yeah. Unless you're Kevin who like champions Southwest. Like even <laughs> after the whole incident, he was like Southwest for life. I'm like, Kev, what's wrong? He's, with still, you? he's still defending it. <laughs> Kev, what are you going to do? Like fly Spirit and Frontier? And these are the only three airlines you oh. ever... Have you flown on Frontier? My dad flies on Frontier. Ew. Right, he's also like five inches shorter than me. I, I can't even get on a Frontier seat. I've seen pictures of the seats. I've seen the measurements. No chance I fit on a Frontier seat. Both width and length, okay? Damn. Neither way. I'm done. So, no, the, I'm not doing Frontier. If the airline makes me pay for a carry-on bag, I'm not flying That's on the airline. crazy. How do you like save Like, some money? of these smaller ones do it, I think. I think I'm not – maybe I'm mistaken, but I think, like, Spirit, like, these smaller – these low-tier airline, low-cost, very low-cost airlines with, like, a million stops. Yeah. They cost you to bring on a carry-on. 
Yeah. I think these like frontier, it's a good market if you're just doing like a two hour flight or something like that. Quick in and out, like just get me on a plane, get me to the spot, right? Any other flight, it's Delta. I'm a Delta guy. I've always Delta. flew Delta. Okay. I think Delta is a, a premier experience. They got lounges, uh, they got, you know, good food. No, not good food. They just got good drinks. All right. When you drink enough, all the food on there is good. Um, I just like Delta. I like the experience a lot more than any other airline here in nice. the States. So I flew with, actually, I'm not going to name one of the airlines because that might expose where I was visiting. Sorry, public viewers, you don't get that information. That airline is all over the West Coast, by the way. So oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know if it's, if you think it's super regional. It's not. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I love that airline. The one you're talking yeah. about. But my, my parents favorite. did too until we until. missed the flight. We missed the flight. So I ran from, actually, I'm just going to talk about it now because I wasn't playing games and this was part of my life. So I was visiting right. where I'm moving to in like a few weeks for a job, which is over 2000 miles away. And, um, our return flight home security was so backed up on Friday. And my mom, and I was like, why, why, why is it like this? And MLK holiday weekend apparently is a huge time for travel. And I had no idea until then security took like an hour. We tried our best, um, to get there on time. But I had to kind of, you know, wait for the other person. Um, just I had to. Yep. And like go at their pace. And when I got out of security checkpoint, I ran. I ran to the to my terminal, sorry, to my gate, which was three terminals away. Like I got out at gate A. I needed to get to gate D. Woof. At the, Woof. So I ran. I got there with one minute to spare. You should have called someone with a golf cart. Like, hey, right. that, let right, me pull right, you over that, real quick. That's what we try. I wish I thought about that in the moment. But anyway, and then I'm like, all right, my the other person I'm with, they're like over 10 minutes away and they can't they can't run anywhere as fast as I can. Please just oh, wait for the plane. They said, sorry, we only have one minute until the boarding doors close. Boarding doors closed. They went, The plane was still in the airport. Didn't move. Didn't even taxi it. Yeah, no, they ain't letting you on. Still attached. Nope, not happening. Uh -uh. Nope. So then we had to get an alternate flight like a few hours later that like literally bought the tickets two hours before it departed. Had a connection we need to we needed to make two, which the first flight that we missed was nonstop. This one had a connection um, United. And I will say my experience with United was better than the experience with this other airline, um, believe it or not. United I flew, is a solid carrier. I like yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I flew on um, before, not the connecting flight. Um, wait, is the connecting flight considered? Connecting is like if you go to one stop and then you get on a connecting flight to go to your ultimate destination. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. The The first leg of the trip before the connecting flight, it was on a really nice. I liked, I really liked the experience. It was a lot quieter. Seats were more comfortable. It was like a 737 max. Nice big boy. Yeah, then we got onto another 737, but it was an 800 that was louder. But mm -hmm. they got us there. It was, I stepped in my front door at like 12 a.m. Uh, after waking up at 3:30 a.m. in a different time zone that morning, earlier, yeah. and uh, it was, it was kind of straight out of. Um, I felt like it was straight out of a, like Home Alone or like, um, planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles, or Dumb and Dumb or something. Just like all the. Yeah. <laughs> all the different problems I've run into that we had to get through. 
<laughs> it's just like a slapstick comedy troupe following yeah, you, <laughs> just right, like yeah. throwing jacks on the floor and stuff and tripping you up. Right. I got to say something, and I promise everyone, we're going to talk about video games here in a second, but I need to put people onto this because apparently I've talked to a few people. Oh, it's about to my family. It's about pre-check. A yeah, lot yeah. of people don't know what this is. And that's crazy to I me. Didn't, I didn't know what I, I just first saw it when I saw it like in the airport for the first time. Like I haven't flown in a first time I flew on a plane was in November, guys, for context. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and then Ethan and then I saw pre-check and I'm like, what's this? Then Ethan said he was in. I looked it up and it seems pretty like a sweet deal. People think that it's hard to get. It's not. So you apply for pre-check, you pay $80 a year. That's it. I know that might be a lot if you don't fly a lot. $80 for five years. Like you get a five-year membership oh, for a one-time fee of $80. I'd have to relook it up. It's $80 for X amount of years, which is even for one year. I feel like that's a deal. Um, you go to like your local police station or something and they ask you a few questions and they sign some documents and you turn it in and you don't have to go through TSA security. You don't have to take off your shoes. The only thing you have to do is like take your carry on, put it through that little conveyor belt thing that they do and do the little x-ray and walk through. You don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to wait in line with the general public. You just walk right in. And I'm telling you, no matter what, it, it doesn't matter if you're on JFK or you're at Lebanon, New Hampshire Municipal Airport. All right. You will go through security instantaneously. I had it my entire time when I was in the service and I didn't wait in a single damn security line for five years at an airport. So TSA pre-check, it's very easy to get. It's not expensive. So many people don't know about it. Go out and grab that. It's it's it saves you a million years, you know, of airport, airport travel. It's great. Would have saved me $750 because I had to book that extra flight. So you Exactly. Know. There you go. Um, Cost savings. So I, they have to finger. I looked up. I looked it up, too. They have to fingerprint you, right? Yeah, that's why you got to go to the police station. Right. And do they use they ink or, or electronic? Electronic. Okay. I was about to say, if it was ink, it's like I'm a like, screen. Yeah, if it was it's ink, not I'm the like, 50s anymore. Oh, this is an L.A. noir. I'm getting Come booked. On. What's going on? <laughs> hey, guy, put your fingerprints in the system. What no, questions do they like ask that. you like? Did you? It's like, are you a terrorist? And you go, no. And they go, okay, no. you're fine. It's literally like a five minute interview. And it's, it's, so it's literally just somebody signing it off. It's not a big deal. I think I might have to do that. If you're like a convicted felon, though, Hold you, on. You, may, you may not be able to get it. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a felon. So sorry to any of you felons out there listening. But I think if you're not a felon, they're just going to ask you some simple questions like, are you part of a terrorist group? And they're, you're going to go, no, hopefully. And then they're just going to sign off your paperwork. What if you emulated a game, Ethan? Oh, shit. Oh, no. You wouldn't steal a car, Taylor. I've never done that in my life. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely Pokemon Black 2 isn't on my phone with a bunch of mods right now. No. No, Crazy. that's... that's You're um wacky. That's the... Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of Pokemon knockoff. That's Digimon... <laughs> on your phone from the Google That's Play Power Store. That's World, that, that new game coming out where you manufacture weapons with the creatures. Wait, I think I, I heard about this. When does that come out? It comes out this year. It's like Pal World or something, and you use these, you eat them, you use them as labor to manufacture weapons. They carry guns, and they're on your team, and you go and kill other people with the pals. They're called pals. I can't wait for this. It kind of sounds like you're a ruthless militia leader. That's exactly what it is. I think you're like a you're like a you know banana republic dictator. You know, yeah, it's crazy. Thinking of series listening to us, we've been talking about TSA pre-check. I heard her go off. I could hear her in the background, Taylor. All right, <laughs> all right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Bree, Bree, let us know if you use pre-check when you yep, let us know when you uh, travel to. Can I, can I 
can I, wait, is this public info? Can I say this or can I not? I'm going to hold off info? where she's traveling to. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Who All knows? right. Let's Sorry. just play it safe. Let's just play it safe. Bree, if you know, you know, Bree. If you know, you know. Or Bree's family, of course, you know. Yes. We have a lot of nepotism here and it helps fun to save the game media. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, moving on to the news for this week, guys, this is like one of the lightest news weeks. This might be the lightest news week I've ever had since I've started this podcast. That's why we're riffing about TSA pre-check at the beginning. Yeah, we got to fill go. some time, folks. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I could talk about we, we could talk about different models of planes for like probably 30. Oh, minutes. dude, I love planes. I'm like a plane junkie. I, I watch <laughs> planes take off and land all the time on like live feeds. I'm a nerd nice. a loser. Yeah, that's nice. good stuff. All right. Anyway, anyway, um, if the news to talk about, right? So PS Plus got an update, and they have a ton of new games that arrive on Tuesday, January seventeenth. And I, I personally think it's a really solid lineup. So coming to both PS Plus Extra and Premium tiers is Back for Blood for PS4 and PS5, Dragon Ball Fighter Z for PS4, Devil May Cry Special, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition for PS5. Life is Strange Before the Storm for PS4. The OG Life is Strange for PS4. Jet the Far Shore for PS4 and PS5. Just Cause 4 Reloaded for PS4. Omno for PS4. Erica for PS4. And for our premium tier, the classic games are Siphon Filter 3 from the PS1, Star Wars Demolition from the PS1, and Hot Shots Golf 2 from the PS1. And this comes to you guys from the PlayStation blog. So I, for me, I think... DMC five special edition is the big standout here. Yeah, that's the big name. And before anyone freaks out, not I've never played it. Have you played it, Taylor? I don't know. No, but it looks awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe you and I can fill in this uh blind spot in our gaming. Yeah, this is this is the big one. Uh Life is Strange, one of my favorite game series. Um, I can't recommend enough playing the original ones. They're really not the remasters, right? The remasters are bad. (laughs) I don't know. I never played the remasters. Like the remasters came out as a wreck. So you're actually oh, better really? off playing the original games, yeah. Like they totally. I played the original ones on PC, so that's my only experience with the original okay. ones. They are completely like different games from, uh, what's the new one that just came out? That True I Colors. Really liked True Colors, yeah. Uh, they're very different from True Colors. Um, they have more to do with like the butterfly effect and stuff like that. And, and anyways, go play them. They're fun. Uh, Omno. That's kind of a obscure indie game that was on Game Pass for a little bit. I really right. enjoyed that one. Um. It's just kind of like one of those quiet sort of cozy indie games. It's not particularly difficult. You go around, collect stuff, and there's a beautiful world and cool creatures to interact with. It's kind of a comfortable weekend game, if you will. Um, So I think that's a good shout out. Um, Yeah, pretty good drop for PS Plus. A lot better than what Game Pass has been offering. (laughs) We finally got a Game Pass drop like the other day, and it was like three games that we already knew about. They're sleeping in January. Right, but then like nobody saves the world is leaving Game Pass. Oh, I, don't, I didn't hear big. that. I don't. Kevin's devastated if that's the case. I yeah. don't really care that much. Yeah, that's yeah, right. You guys got a uh, Starfield in Q one. Wait, we got. Well, first you have the developer direct. Yeah, then, we'll see. We'll he... see about all the stuff there. We're, we're, we're expecting some release dates right. for a few of these games. So, not Starfield. Over, Starfield's getting its own thing. Over under Starfield has a stable 45 FPS frame rate on Series X. Sorry. On Series Star- X? Has a stable 45 frames or higher on Series X. 
I think. I feel like they do. I feel like they they do on Series X, right? Like, come on, you can't. You can't have less than sixty on the X. On the on the S, I could definitely see it throttled down a little bit. Oh yeah, or or it goes to like five eighty five forty p and then maintain the (laughs) sixty. I'd rather play at thirty fps than at five forty (laughs) p. Yeah. Wolf. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of the Uncharted effect. Like Uncharted 4 ran at 30 FPS when it came out in 2016. And Last of Us 2 did too in 2020, but they were both locked mm-hmm. at that frame rate. So the game yep. actually, in my opinion, felt pretty smooth. It's when it jumps around that it's a problem. Um, yeah. Gotham Knights of all games, actually, when I was playing it at Extra Life on the Series S, felt fine too, and that was 30. And I'm usually yeah. someone who's very sensitive or I'm a bit, little bit of a snob when it comes to frames. I'm like, if it's not 60... I have a problem. I gotta tell you, one of the smoothest as butter games I've played in recent memory is The Last of Us Part One. That oh completely yeah, unnecessary remake they made, but damn, did they do do a good job on that unnecessary remake? Well, it and that's sixty, but so was the good. remaster. Yeah, yeah, it felt delicious to play. It was wonderful. I'll play it eventually when I move and start earning big boy money. You see, that's the uh, yeah. slight slight tangent. You know, I thought when I moved that I would be immediately all right yeah now making big boy money but like it's really for the first until i get my first paycheck i'm kind of you have no idea how much you're actually going to be pocketing i'm kind of running until i yeah until my first paycheck comes through i'm kind of trying to conserve a little fuel here where fuel is money it's like kind of you know these the last my last nickels and dimes to stretch it out (laughs) before i can just get paid love it uh yeah and, and then i can start being a materialistic american like i'm Hell supposed yeah. to be yeah, yeah. Woo! That's what i'm talking about welcome to the club enjoy yeah, thanks <laughs> thanks 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 make sure everything's plastic right plastic plates only nope hell yeah brother all right hell yeah thanks hulk hogan <laughs> but yeah really good really d- decent lineup yeah, um, solid and ethan i hit the next one. Oh yeah sure let's see story number two Cloud and Discord PS5 game streaming rumored in March. The update scheduled for March 8th, 2023 includes the Discord integration announced in 2021. It also includes the ability to stream current gen PS5 titles, a feature that will supposedly be locked behind the premium tier. Source Tom Henderson at Insider Gaming and Alejandro Diaz de Leon from levelup.com. Um, awesome. We want the Discord integration on everything. I want the Discord integration so badly. Yeah, I, I I see no reason why it, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm glad better late than never. Um, what's funny is that Discord integration is probably best for Call of Duty, and that's about to get yoinked. No, I'm just kidding. That's going to stay everywhere. Don't worry, everyone. <laughs> It'll be a good time. If, uh, the, F, yeah. if the FTC doesn't keep a, ABK in, in the hyperbolic time chamber. Who knows, but we're not going to talk about it because we're all sick and tired of talking about it. Yeah, we don't talk about it. Right, right. <laughs> we don't talk about well, it actually, I will say, crazy happens. I just want to play all the COD campaigns on Game Pass. Even if Microsoft doesn't buy yeah. them, just put all the COD campaigns on Game Pass. And then I'll put be all the old ones. Yeah. I, I could go for a replay of World of World at War and get the uh, Ray Gun on level one and keep it throughout the whole campaign. The Ray Gun? Is that like a futuristic weapon? What is the Ray Gun? You've never played World at War, Call of Duty 5? Nope. Dude, I'm so removed from COD, it's oh, unfortunate. Damn. All right. When, when they come to Game Pass, I'm going to get you the ray gun in the campaign. It's going to be a good time. All right. Fun. Oh, and let us play co-op or multiplayer together, exactly. Activision, Has please. To. Have to. Yeah. Have to. All right. Anyway. Good stuff. Uh, 
I'm excited for Discord to come to PS5 and the cloud. I'm a bit iffy on, you know, if PS3 game streaming was a little rough, uh, with how much more fidelity yeah. is in PS5 games? It's a little sus. It's not. It's not going to get. Cloud gaming still isn't going to be able to knock anybody off the mark. Like, you're you're going to need very good internet in order to do cloud gaming. Like right now, the situation I'm in, I think at most we're getting 100 megabytes per second out in this very rural area without fiber optics. I've tried cloud streaming. It won't even start for me in some instances. Like I click on it. It just says this service is unavailable because it it can't handle it. So I heard cloud streaming is also more dependent on your prox, your geographical proximity to the nearest cloud server, not just your download speed. Yeah. And, and it'll be better for PlayStation because if I remember correctly, when I first started on Save the Game Media, formerly Project X Talk, we talked about a story um, that PlayStation was basically piggybacking off of Microsoft's Azure cloud software and hardware. So they're like kind of working with them on this in the back end. Obviously, they're still competitors, but in the back end, Microsoft has some of the best cloud infrastructure in the world. Um, Sony recognizes that they're going to be using that for their cloud streaming. Um, but you know, hopefully everybody could give it. I would love cloud streaming to be like a thing that could stay and be positive because I would love to just jump into games on these subscription services and just check them out real quick to see if I want to download it and play it and go through all the trouble. Um, it, that's just a creature comfort thing, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's not very practical to me right now. Fair enough. I agree. Yeah. All right. Moving on to story number three. Uh, the vertical PS the doozy. Yeah, this is a, a bit of a doozy. So there was a myth recently that over the past two weeks that gained traction on the Twitterverse. And I guess we're talking about it now to steer away misinformation. So there was a, a myth that if you put your PS5 in the vertical position, you were actively internally damaging your console. It would have a harder time reading discs, things like that. And this would be due this was supposedly due to um leaking liquid metal interface material short that would short circuits i assume this is the same as thermal paste like what you would use in building a pc it's like the coolant around the apu i think is what specifically they were talking about the material that connects the apu to the heat sink yeah that helps the conducting material that helps dispel heat from your processor and this has since been corrected by the original source where they now claim um, that this only affects consoles that were disassembled and put back together. So if your PS5 was never open for repairs, you should mm. be fine. Or if you know for a fact your PS5's heatsink was never removed from the APU, you also should be fine. So that's most, the great majority of people who own a PS5 probably haven't gotten it repaired, especially considering how new the console is to the yeah, market. No. So, yeah. So no need to fear there. And... Please don't believe everything you hear on the internet. I fell for it, for the record. I'm going to I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit. Ethan never um, believed it. The second that I saw this story, I didn't believe it. And not for a single second did I believe it afterwards. I, I read a lot of stuff to try and understand what they were saying, just so I didn't sound like an idiot when trying to debunk it, if I ever had to, which I don't anymore because it's been done for me. For me. Um, but this sounded fishy from the start. And lo- honestly, anything people start talking about on Twitter is fake in my eyes so twitter is a dumpster fire garbage hole none of you have good takes get off of twitter go out touch grass um 
everything's basically fake on there, <laughs> especially this. So, yeah, this sounded like I, I remember back in the day, and we're going to be fair here because this is something a bunch of Sony ponies did to us, right? To us Xbox guys. Remember that uh, guy that got mad about the Series X and how dusty it got, and everyone was roasting him because it's like, bro, clean your dirty ass house because <laughs> he was trying to talk crap about how bad the ventilation is on the Series X, and his thing was caked in dust like real bad i've Ew. never seen that much dust on a series x in my entire life and i dust mine maybe like a couple times a year and it doesn't accumulate dust like hardly ever right uh because i, I clean my room crazy idea um but yeah the the second i saw this i thought to myself this is just a bunch of xbox warriors you know attacking us and again we're not console warriors here i'm just making fun of people who are you, you see, I said Sony ponies and Xbox Ethan, Warriors. Or you Xbox. said you were both sides. You can't do that. I'm both sides. I just said you, that. No, you can't say that. Just like you can't say that, Ethan. No, you can't. I own Game Pass as well. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a console warrior for all game consoles. How about that? All right. I, I fight for video games as a genre. Stadia. Uh, Stadia. Stadia. Yeah, Stadia. Goes away January 18th. I'm going to try and play it because they have free games on now. They're letting people play stuff for free. So I'm going to go funny. on and play a little bit just so I can say I played some Stadia. Wait, yeah. do you actually have the Stadia with you? Or no, 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 no. Playing no. It with your it's browser? just online. Browser okay. cloud. Yeah, they okay. have free games available right now. They're nothing like crazy. Hot Wheels Unleashed is actually one of them. You can play it for free right now on Stadia until the 18th. So if, if you want to jump in there. Go right ahead. Well, if you, well, Ethan, that was actually on PS Plus and over the past couple months. So Ooh, I even turned on my PS5 in months. I'm so sorry, everyone. I hate to report. <laughs> no, well, when, when oh, no, God of War Ragnarok, not months. Ragnarok's the only thing I've turned it on for since The Last of Us Part One. So I still need to do the epilogue again. One Piece Odyssey, such a great video game. Go out and play it. Maybe the next time you turn on your PS5, it'll, it'll probably be either Final Fantasy 16 if you play that or Spider Man 2. Yeah, I could see that. That yeah. sounds like that sounds accurate to me. Real, real, real. And it won't break. There will be no coolant leaks. It's sitting vertical right now. There you go. See, you know, after this happens, Ethan's heat sink's going to break. Yeah, watch. It's going <laughs> to It's not going to work at all. <laughs> be like, they were right. <laughs> oh, I put my PS5 up against the wall and carpet. I wonder why it's overheating. Hmm. Huh. Shocking. <laughs> Whoa. Uh oh. Can you still Story see me? Four. Yeah, I see you. All right, cool, cool. Story number four. Um, you guys can tell this is a slow news week if we're doing this for story number four. Rumored PS5 bundle with two, count them, two DualSense controllers included. That's First reported by German website, WinFuture. The bundle has two white DualSense controllers, just the regular controllers, included in addition to the console itself. Listings for this appeared, but were removed shortly after. Uh, the pricing was between 619 and 699 euros, which is like 700-something bucks, maybe 800 bucks. I don't know. I can't do that crap in my head right now. Depending if the PS5 model was digital or disc compatible, the source is Robert Ramsey over at Push Square. Um, I honestly think every console bundle should come with two controllers i don't know about you taylor maybe that's just not the cost effective thing to do um but i want my console ready to play with another person um even though i know damn well i'm never going to do that but same. i would still appreciate two controllers i mean actually i shouldn't say same because i never got a second controller for like most consoles i own just unless my controller broke just because in my household i was always the only one who would play it and if we were playing together yeah. it was at another friend's house because my house wasn't good for that right yeah. But couch co-op is a lost art. I feel like developers should still it's, it's include it. Like maybe Halo. Halo no. Infinite. 
Couch Co-op is dead, and it's sad. And we're Halo Infinite. Week. Couch Co-op is dead. Midnight launches are dead. You know, fun in the gaming space. No, I'm just kidding. But all all those things are dead. You, you, they they won't be coming back, and that's really depressing. But right, you know, we move forward. We get other cool things like Starfield and Game Pass and subscription services. You know, ever evolving, Taylor. Ever evolving. True. It's true. All right. Some good news. The Last of Us TV show has been reviewing quite well critically. So the series, to, sorry, for listeners and viewers who don't know at this point, there's Last of Us TV show that premieres, I believe, tonight, on January 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Ooh, actually. Yeah, that's going to be so cool. I'll be watching it, man. The series features Pedro Pascal as, as Joel, who <clears throat> Pedro Pascal has recently played Mandalorian from the TV show The Mandalorian. And he's Wonder Woman 1984. Very good actor. He's in that as well. 1984, yeah. And Bella Ramsey is Ellie with the Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin helping to bring the show together. And mm. Chernobyl, still, I say, is the single best season of television Agreed. I've ever seen. The best on HBO. I don't know about best television, but best on HBO. Well, no. Sopranos. My other, fa- my other favorite one is on HBO. So Chernobyl's great. It's up there. All right. Wait, what's your what's your other favorite one? Is it Sopranos? I'm sorry, I'm gonna be basic. It's Game of Thrones. Oh, I see. Crazy. I never got into Game of Thrones. Sorry to say, got way too into it. House of the Dragon is great too. Love House of the Dragon. I, Not as Game of Thrones, but still love it. I got into The Wire. Got into Sopranos, which are both HBO shows, yeah. but not Game of Thrones. Anyway, it's just great. It's so good. Anyway, the Last of Us TV show has gotten fours out of fives, nines out of tens, and tens mm-hmm. out of tens by nearly a dozen different outlets, and by the time you listen to this, probably many more outlets since it'll already be out publicly. Mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly gave gave it one of the lowest scores at sixty seven out of hundred, which is still <laughs> a, a good show though seventy out of, like it's close to a seventy. Which, by the way, I got to talk about that review because when I saw this on the dock, I went out and I read it. Do you know what their main criticism was, Taylor, about the no. show? No, what was that? It? it felt too much like watching somebody replay the game. It was too true to the video game that's not a good criticism there are so many people that who don't is know what the, hell the last of this worst is. criticism i have ever seen in a video game movie slash tv show adaptation usually the criticism is that it is so far removed from the video game and now it's too close to it make up your mind movie film critics talking to you aman and jemmy make up your minds what do you want Shout out to Frame by Frame, our film and TV podcast. Go check it out. Uh, but no, I'm so excited about this show. I mean, I, I like I said, I played The Last of Us Part 1 last year. Absolutely loved it. Terrified of zombies. They scare the hell out of me. I still platinum this video game. That's how much I love the story, and I love these characters, and I love the gameplay of it. Um, Neil Druckmann created a masterpiece with this game, and he's working on this TV show with the creator of Chernobyl, I don't know how much more hype I could possibly get. You also have Lady Mormont from Game of Thrones as Ellie. That's crazy. I'm so excited. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm going to be watching it tonight with the family. Um, I've convinced my parents to watch it. They watched the preview. They said, holy crap, that looks really cool. They're like, this is from a video game? Like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people saying that once this is out. There's going to be a lot of, this is from a video game? And then they're going to maybe think a little differently about the medium of entertainment that we love so much. Um, I'm right. really excited for that. Hopefully it becomes as well accepted as booked movie adaptations. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Can't agree more. I'm going to watch it. And thankfully, I believe HBO will deliver the whole season at one time. It's not one episode any every week. 
trying to remember. Usually they do episodic because they're doing that with Velma right now. Velma, oh. terrible show. Oh by the god, way. what a dumpster fire! Horrible. Mindy Kaling, sorry. Oh. oh man, I couldn't get through half the first episode. It was horrible writing, not funny at all. Uh, but they are releasing that episodically, so I believe HBO does mm. an episode. All right, all right, fair enough. This will this is in spirit me going back to The Walking Dead after watching for ten and a half seasons and having to put it down because I season. got tired of watching after ten and a half seasons. Yeah, it's a long show. Yeah. I stopped at the prison arc. Uh, there's the prison arc's good. Like after, or before, like right when it started. Good. It was like a little after the prison arc. I stopped watching. Yeah. There's still when Negan, Negan comes into play. That's where it gets. Good Once the governor died, I was sad. I'm like, that was my favorite villain. Whoa, Ethan, you're such you a good spoiled, villain. You just spoiled. Oh, I spoiled season two of this 30 year old show. Um, actually. Walking Dead came out in 2015. That makes it 15 years old. Number one. Number two. No chance. Yeah. Yeah. That show was out before I went in the. <laughs> That's it was crazy. 2000, 2008 first season. Number two. I think the governor died in like season four or five ish. Whatever. Whatever. Early on. I don't know. John Bernthal dies. Sorry, guys. Um, Rip. Watch The Punisher if you want to see some more of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He shouldn't have been screwing around with Rick Grimes' wife. That's all I'm going to say. Don't care if it's the apocalypse. I can't believe Rick Grimes was cheating. <laughs> what if Rick? What if Rick Grimes was cheating on his wife with Shane? Huh? You don't know. You don't know what you don't know, guys. You just blew my mind. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, yep. this this uh, last story we got here is pretty funny, guys. The snitch, the infamous gaming leaker who has a track record that's almost immaculate. He almost reminds me of a real life Riddler, like he's Paul Dano, but he's <laughs> life Riddler, Riddler. But he's not like where he's masochistic. Yeah, I've never heard of this guy. Is this like I don't listen to leakers? Oh, so okay. is this like the leaker that everyone trusts? Recently, he is like he he tw tweets kind of cryptic things or hints, embedded hints in his tweets. Oh, what a clout chase that are going to happen. I mean, what but it's fun. worked. Like he's predicted Nintendo Direct, certain games that are coming up, all this stuff. Um. So he's gained a lot of traction over the past six or so months. And he's come back. I guess he took a hiatus recently. Yeah, yeah. after um, a month. Yeah, a month after they announced their retirement. This time they're in Discord saying that, quote, a reliable source has DM'd me on Twitter to say that PlayStation is about to announce new third-party stuff very soon. Cat which could mean, of course, in, anything. But many are speculating this could mean a Sony state of play, which could signal the reveal of the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake that has been rumored to be in production. There hasn't been a state of play in five months, and the last one that was around was the reveal of Tekken 8, details on God of War Ragnarok, and PSVR 2. This comes from Grant Taylor Hill at Inside Gaming. Yep. And I guess I just want to comment first that I really hope they start with the first Metal Gear to remake rather than going to number three you see when i first read the story it said metal gear solid remake and i'm like oh they're gonna make the first one like they're gonna make like a 3d probably game like metal gear solid but no i click on the article and it's about a metal gear solid 3 remake right now and I apparently konami shopped out the ip to a virtue develop virtuous i think the developer was called or something mm -hmm. like that and they started hiring people internally and you know how sleuths go on the hiring stuff and they put two and two together apparently it's metal gear solid three remake that's what people are saying um so a lot of people are speculating now that that's going to be at 
Sony's next state of play. Who the hell knows at this point? I, I think people are grasping at straws. It might, it might not. Either way, Sony has not done a state of play in five months. They are well overdue for one. I'm really excited for them to do one because I'd love to live react with our, our team here at Save the Game Media. We always love doing that. Um, and I'm sure they got a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, so what's interesting, though, is they're going to do a third-party state of play. If this is to be true, they're going to do a third-party state of play which means they're not going to show off any of their first-party stuff, right? Um, or this guy's just wrong, and they're showing off both third-party and first-party. Who knows? But uh, we we only know about Spider-Man 2 this year. Sony needs to have a big blowout state of play to announce a bunch of games or at least get us excited for the platform for the next six months or so because right now all eyes are on Xbox with Starfield and Redfall coming out and all these big-ticket th AAA first-party games coming out on their console. Um, I think PlayStation needs to get people hype about this. So, yeah, we're due for a state of play. Um, I'm excited for it. I think they've saved up a lot of ammunition uh, for the state of play. So hopefully it'll be a nice big one that uh, we're all going to enjoy. Nice. One other thing I wanted to add that I'm Googling it right now, but I'm pretty sure that um, Metal Gear Solid 3 in particular might be the chronologically first Metal Gear game. Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah, mm. so in the series chronology, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater is the first in the series. Oh, really? Introduce, it introduces players to Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid 3. So maybe huh. that's why they would be remaking it first and then go chronologically from there. I don't know. Maybe. Guys, the Metal, the Metal Gear Solid universe, video game Donkey released an unironic video <laughs> detailing Metal, Metal Gear Solid's chronology. And it, he wasn't being ironic. It was all true. It is yeah. the most crazy, st stupid shit I've ever seen. And Hideo, <laughs> Hideo Kojima is—he's a mad scientist. He is a mad. He's a mad. That's what he is? Like, <laughs> it's just I, a mad scientist. I couldn't ever make up the kinds of convoluted connections between different <laughs> characters and sagas that Kojima has made over the franchise. So. It would definitely yeah. be maybe be doing consumers a service if they started chronologically. So. I, I I agree with you. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of Metal, Metal Gear Solid Five last year. Really liked it. Um, didn't even pretend to try and figure out what the story was about. I'm like, I don't care. I'm putting balloons on donkeys and they're flying into the air. This right. is fun. This is cool. I'm just shooting people. I'm having a good time. Uh, that's all I cared about. <laughs> I heard from most Metal Gear Solid fans that the MGS5 story is very bad compared to the first four games, or first five games, if you include the PS... Isn't there a PSP title? I think there was. Peace Walker. Peace Walker. That's what it is. Mm, yeah. So, if you... I guess six. Include the first... Anyway, the first four console titles, let's say. It's far mm -hmm. worse than from what I've heard. Um, so, keep that in mind if you're if you're using metal gear solids five narrative as a proxy for the rest of the franchise don't apparently. were there balloons that lifted tanks into the stratosphere no okay that's all i need to know I psycho like mantis <laughs> yeah metal gear solid metal gear solid sorry metal gear rising is a total spin-off kojima didn't do jack with but it's a really funny game is that the one where it's like the senator or whatever? Yeah, and Senator he's like, Armstrong. What's your source? And he's like, I made it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> oh, what a politician. I'd vote for him. <laughs> right, right. He's he's awesome. 
Yep. Senator, it's like nano machines, son. Nano machines. <laughs> I the only reason I know about him is from like TikToks. Like I haven't played the game at all. I've just seen TikToks of him, and he's great. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is just it's a meme, but it's so the music is awesome in that game too. Check out the OST. It's on all streaming services. Nice, nice. Anyway, enough of me trying to market Metal Gear as an IP. Yeah, like uh, they need any marketing. Yeah. Well, with Konami under under the um, their umbrella, maybe they do. But I think they're probably heading towards the right direction, considering Konami already gave us Silent Hill 2, which we thought would never happen. Yeah, it seems like Konami is more willing to start shopping out its IP. Because they're like, oh, we can make a lot of money. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it's for more virtuous reasons. Like they realize there's a lot of fans out there that really want this stuff. But we all know that's not. Yeah, no, No, Konami's not virtuous. (laughs) It's just for money. Yeah. Oh, Konami. We love you. Yeah, that's actually the last story I have for this week. Pretty brief. I could have talked about more minor news stories, but it's like there is so much not big news this week that I didn't feel compelled to talk about four more very small stories. Yeah, very quiet week. So with that said, moving on to Limitless, we have a bunch of prompts here that I, some of which I think we've done that we didn't cross out, others that we have done. Yeah. Um, but with that said, actually, I'm curious about this. So I'm just going to ask you, Ethan. It's not video games related. So yeah. what, Ethan, what's your favorite model of plane? Oh, my favorite model of plane. That's a good question. Military or commercial? Commercial, because I'm not familiar with military. <laughs> okay. Commercial, I would say a Boeing 747. It has one okay. of the u- most unique looking, I don't know what they call it. The middle part of the plane where the wings fuselage, the fuselage is that what it is? It has one of the most unique ones. It has like it's like a double decker bus in front where it has like this weird nose, like rhino nose, and it goes down. And the double decker front part is like the top part is first class, the bottom part is business class, and then coaches all in the back and stuff like that. Very unique plane, one of the biggest planes in the world. Um, they use a version of it, a military version of it for Air Force One and Air Force Two, transport the president and the vice president. Um, so you know it's a good, reliable plane. It's made by a great American company, Boeing. Hell yeah! Um, and it's just an old classic that has stood the test of time. Um, I think it was first manufactured or designed in the '70s or '80s. It's a very old platform, but there's still a lot of airlines that use it for transatlantic flights um, because it's so reliable and it fits a ton of people on it. Um, I haven't go. flown on one yet. I want to though. Just go to England and then force yourself. It's start booking uh, flights like that's where most 747s are. It's from US to Europe. There's a lot mm-hmm. of them. Um, what's the airline? The German airline. Hoppel, help me out here. What's that German? Oh, is it Lufthansa? Or Lufthansa. Yeah. Lufthansa yeah. has a huge fleet of 747s. They mostly do flights from like JFK or Boston or East Coast places to London or Frankfurt and stuff like that. I, I want to make one of those flights on a 747. Love there you it. go. Yeah. Military. B2 stealth bomber. That thing's fucking sick. I've seen one of those in a hangar bay on a base. They are big. They are way bigger than you could possibly think. They're so cool. you ever stole the Titan military bomber in GTA five? You know, you can do that in the campaign. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I've only flown it once. I don't think it was, was it in single player? Yeah, it had to have been. I don't think it's even in multiplayer, right? I think it is actually, but I sold it in single player. I think they called it the, I forget what they called it, but it was it was a military bomber, and I would most attempts I would get killed in military base because it's so slow. Yeah. And when there's it's military so personnel, 
shooting at you in a military base in a video game, it's a little tough. Yeah. That's based but, off of, I think, um, the C2 Galaxy. Or C2 Galaxy. Uh, uh, the C2 Galaxy is a cargo plane for the Air Force that is like, it look, it's fat. It's got a dump truck. You know, it's got 500 wheels on it. Um, and if you ever watch one land, it just looks like it's floating. You know when you see pelicans flying into the wind or something or seagulls and they just kind of float there? Yeah. You're about to live somewhere where you'll see that every day. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, they just kind of float there. That's what C2s look like when they're landing. They're just so big and they just kind of glide down and go really slow. They're really cool airplanes. Interesting. Yeah. See you guys. You know, airplane talk. Airplane talk can be fun. We do a whole podcast on airplane talk. What's your favorite? You need to tell I me. I don't know enough about them yet. Uh, but from what I've, from the airplanes I've flown, I've only actually, <laughs> I've only flown on like two different airplanes. One was like a little tiny, tiny, like one hour flight, little twin engine, small plane that it has like ERJ 145. They're a little like regional. That. Yeah. And I've flown on a 737, 800 and a 737 max eight or nine, yep. 737 max by a long shot was the most comfortable, was my it's most enjoyable one. flying experience. Yeah, that's like the new fancy one from Boeing, the 737. It's not new, but I mean, well, it's newer. Relative to the 737-800, it's new. Yeah, it's newer. Newer. Like, I don't think they started manufacturing them before four or five-ish years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and they paused right. them for like a year because there was a crash and everyone was freaking out about it. Two crashes. Two cra Oh, yeah, it was two crashes. I remember that. That was a big deal back then. They it thought is, they had completely destroyed production on that. I'm sorry, it is a, it is a huge deal. They over 300 people died. The yeah. company's total reputation totally went down the tubes. They had oh, grounded. Yeah. They grounded those planes, and it was their best. It's a whole thing. They're but, back though. Boeing's fine. Boeing will always be fine. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, they'll be okay. Fair enough. And actually, what's your favorite video game plane? Oh, favorite video game plane. It's got to be the FA-18 in Microsoft Flight Simulator. Okay, um, interesting. That was It's so friggin' awesome flying that in that game because Microsoft Flight Simulator, normally you're flying the either prop planes, biplanes, um, big commercial airline planes, and you're usually very slow. It takes a while to turn. You know, you can't do any crazy moves. Once they did the Top Gun update, on Microsoft Flight Simulator, you hop in that FA-18. Oh, that's where it came in. Oh, okay. my good God. You launch. And you can do crazy backflips and twists. I, I After Top Gun Maverick came out, I played the game for a little bit. And I tried to mimic that run that they did. Not like the canyon part. Like, I would do a little bit of it. But then you basically pull up as hard as you can, flip on your back, and then pull oh, no. down, and then flip over again. I launch your rockets. You can't launch rockets in Microsoft Flight Sim, but you can pretend to. And then just pull up again like crazy and just put on the afterburners oh it feels good flying that plane in microsoft flight sim i need to get like a throttle stick and all that that's stuff that's awesome oh yeah thrust master it's a thing yeah yeah it's a big it's a thing. thing i think lena bar but... lena bar from phoenix overdrive extra life hat got one of those setups he also has like a command center of awesome. a pc like six different screens yeah the dude's like government op command center <laughs> it's right funny. i love it i love it yeah you know, kids this is the types of things you can afford if you work in tech yeah like it all right it go. and tech yep <laughs> awesome i think Good for stuff. me i haven't flown many planes video games i wish i played ace combat 7 by now which i want to play eventually but i haven't the gt yeah. again going back to gta 5 the fighter jet is just so fun to fly in that game it is yeah it's just really fun and it has weapons so if uh i'm 
four or five star police chase and I need to book it Let's in GTA five. I'm good to go. What I do is I go straight up, like as far as I can go in the plane, and then cops cops aircraft cannot get that high. <laughs> I just well, the cops there. will come after you with the helos, and you can just ram into them and just blow them up. It's so fun. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I remember I in um. Yeah. Also, shout out to Saints Row. Saints oh, Saints Row was awesome. Four, I think they had a Harrier jet. For those of you that don't know, Harrier jets they're vertical takeoff and landing VTOLs. They're really cool. Really cool to see in person. They're wild. It messes with your brain when you see a regular-looking jet just kind of float away and take off. Um, they had one of those, and I think Saints Row 3 or 4, and I used to play with it all the time because you could just go across the map in seconds and then just come into, like, a, a hover mode and just start laying down fire on cops, gang members, whatever was down there. Saints Row was so fun back in the day. I used to play the hell out of that. Awesome. I actually want to play Saints Row 2 one day. That's what I hear is far Saints and away. Saints Row 2 is the best. It is. It's old. Insurance fraud. Yeah. It's old, but it's it's a good one. It's fun. Isn't there like insurance fraud where you can intentionally yeah. get hit by cars to scan? They them? tried to remake that for the new Saints Row and it didn't work. Uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, the insurance fraud, fraud is so fun. You get the the bar high enough, you'll start landing on cars and they'll blow up and shoot you up in the sky. <laughs> you just keep bouncing off of cars, oh, blow it yeah, up and awesome. fly. And you just see that money counter go up millions of dollars in insurance. It's great. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. See you guys, it comes all comes back to games, right? There you of go. course. Ethan, is there any, is there anything you want to ask? Mm, Got to think about it. I'm bad being put on the spot. Are you let me let me look at this stuff from Limitless. Oh, I just came with this because, up on the spot. But yeah, I'm not good it. at doing that. I'm not good at doing that. Um, the favorite track on Ragnarok. Brianna's going to want to talk about that. So we're not yeah. going to talk about that. Um, oh, what's your main weapon in God of War Ragnarok? I guess I'll just shoot that. What's your favorite weapon to use? Your oh, favorite healing weapon. And maybe spoilers. It's people out no, there because you get a new one. It won't be a spoiler. The, this includes me, the shield because I know yeah. some people out there say the shield is their favorite thing to use, which what? is wild. To, yeah, I know. Crazy. Nah, Staggers nah. people. Are Wrong good. opinion. Leviathan yeah. axe for me. It's still yeah. yep. it's still my favorite. The, see, the Blades of Chaos are excellent. Fantastic, actually, for crowd control. Um, yep. But the Leviathan axe is just a really good, powerful, all-purpose weapon. And it's just it just still feels the best for me, even after I acquired the new weapon that the game introduces. I love it how the previews of Ragnarok, it's like, you know, a lot of players stuck with the Leviathan Axe throughout their whole playthrough playing God of War 2018, and we're really trying to mix it up this time so players can use everything. And I'm like, no, I will find a way to use nothing but the Leviathan Axe in this game. <laughs> like, Actually, it's a, It is one of the best feeling weapons in video games. I am confident in saying that the Leviathan yeah. Axe is one of the best feeling weapons, period, in all of video games. Love it to death. You actually do have to use the blades when you have enemies that have, have to. Yeah. that have the frost. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I call it. I call it a they're ele like shielding ele elemental shielding effectively. So you have to use the element, the opposite element, to get rid of it. So if it's a frost symbol, you have to use the blades. If it's a fire symbol, you have to use the axe. But once that's gone, axe comes right, right back out. It's over right. with. You're done. Yep. Also, I think the runic attacks for. Um, wait, yeah, the runic attacks for the axe just seemed like the developers put more thought into them than they did the blades. 
it's it's very clear that the Leviathan Axe is like the golden child. I guess you could say. Well, now it is. Game, the blades right? used to be, you know, for the last for the last 15, for the first three games. Yeah, for the last like eighteen years, God of War has been around. For the first, you know, thirteen of those years, it was the blades, either the blades of chaos or returns into the blades of exile. And God of War three. Yep. Um, but now, in my opinion, it was the axe. And now with the Norse saga, God of War supposedly concluded i'm curious what he comes up with next i really hope he goes to egypt and gets like a really cool oh, that'd be something. so cool. like a sickle sword a scimitar or sickle sword yeah um i i do have to say though the spear um i didn't give it a chance um for most of the game i didn't use it at all pulled it out at the end there when i was in at well shit should i even say that spoiler alert i mean oh, yeah. you're at all right Minute fifty six. So I mean, we're pretty much at the end of this. So right, if you don't want to hear this, if you don't want to, if you don't want to hear this, please check us out on Save the Game Media and yeah, yeah, yeah. Discord in the show notes. Yeah, but do anyway, all that. You can go on. Um, the spear. I pulled it out at the end of Asgard when you're going to invade Asgard um, for Ragnarok, and I started using it on some of the what are those enemies, the Asgardian undead guys? What are they called again? The soldiers, not the Valkyries, but the foot soldiers. Oh, the the Einhar, something like that. Ein Einrahar, Einhar, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, something starts like with that. an E-I, yeah. Start like using it on them. That spear goes hard. Goes oh, real I, I hard. Oh, I love I love using the throwables. Yes. Of the spear, but not. Yep. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the melee part of the spear. I liked the melee. It felt okay. good in Kratos's hand, like how fast paced it. It fast felt it like nice, he was yeah. in his element. Like it felt great. It took what I loved about the combat with Atreus, that sort of more fast paced feel, with the power behind Kratos's combat. I okay. thought it was a really good mix. I still went to Leviathan Axe. It's still superior, but I hope that he gets to keep the spear in whatever adventure he has next. I hope we get to keep that because I actually really like having that in my tool belt. It's a good it's a good weapon to have. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah for sure. So with all, with all that said, I think we'll s probably stop about here, guys. So thank yeah. you so much for listening once again. This is episode 27 of No Limits. And you can find us on youtube.com slash save the game media. And don't forget to check out the discord. If you want to hang out links are in the description where we talk about all kinds of different stuff every day. And Ethan, where can people find you on that very same discord? Nowhere else. Yep. Same here. I don't have Twitter. Yay. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Have a good one guys. Bye-bye. Peace.